Hey, what's going on, good people? Welcome back to another episode of Training Well Done, your podcast on the what, the why, and the how of quality training. And you are here with your host, of course, Coach Donald. What's up, y'all? It is the end of July. This summer has been zooming by for you, mans. But it's been a good one for the most part. So, you know, I'm not complaining. Right now, I am getting myself back onto the training groove. It's been kind of hectic and crazy, a lot going on. And admittedly, I might have faltered a little bit, but I'm getting it back together, y'all. Hey, what I want you to do, make sure you like, subscribe, and share this show with a friend, a teammate, somebody you care about who needs to know some good quality training information. Today, right now, I'm recording. It's evening time. I'm actually about to go coach soon. And... I'm looking out the window, and I'm grateful for this. And it's not storming right now, but the forecast totally said it was supposed to rain between like 6 and 10, and it's not, and I'm just like, yes, because I don't want to drive home in a crazy storm. We have been having some wild ones here lately. So today, what I want to talk about is, um, based off a blog article I wrote on Monday, or the Monday before this was released, about... What speed training really is. Speed training is one of those things where you can always find somebody who's doing speed training. Oh, yeah, come to our speed camp. Speed training this. Some are better than others. Some of them are high quality. Some of them are like, okay, you said we're going to get faster, but we did an agility ladder for 30 minutes, and it's like cringe. So what we're going to talk about what speed training really is today. Uh, which is, you know, the essence of what our trackside program is. This is what we do. We make people faster. Uh, that's a big part of it, at least. And I want to teach you the three things that matter when you're looking at making somebody faster, like outright faster. And when you're looking at going to speed train this, or if you're evaluating a program that you're doing, make sure it has these three essences to it. All right. One thing, uh, just as a little update about the gym that we are, we're doing right now is a big emphasis on deloading. Our bodies can take a lot of, of, of beating from doing a lot of sprinting, a lot of miles, a lot of lifting, a lot of playing. Make sure you're getting a deload weekend. We've been having some athletes who, you know, for lack of a better phrase, be doing the absolute most. You know, they're out you know, playing like three practices, they'll lift, they'll sprint, they'll do some workout, then they'll go play, which, you know, to do every now and again is okay. Think about our episode, how we can train multiple times a day, but four times in a day is just like, whoa. And consistently doing two and three when you used to just do like one or two is a bit, it can get you in trouble. So make sure that even if you do stuff like that, Every like four to seven, six weeks, you have a deload week where you back off of the volume of what you're doing. Your body will recover and it'll recover to be better than it was. So we bury, 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 and then we back off. Now, let's get on with the show itself. So speed training. We're going to talk about these three elements and we'll, I'm going to give you a bird's eye view of them and then... As you can imagine, we will get into more depth in the ensuing episodes, making this, excuse me, a bit of a series. 
So what's speed training really is? What's the goal of speed training? To be able to run faster from point A to point B. That's what we're trying to do. And depending on your goals as an athlete can determine what matters the most. For most field sport athletes, a lot of people that listen to this show play ultimate, or maybe you play football or basketball, getting faster for you means being able to have increased burst from 0 to 60 as fast as you can. For other athletes, especially if you play, if you do track and field, or sometimes in ultimate, your goal is max improving your maximum speed, which is at your best, at your top sprinting, is your miles per hour faster, you know, or is your meters per second better at top speed. And sometimes your goal is to improve that, which serves a slightly different purpose. But you can improve that in your zero to 60, not getting much better. So you can improve your maximum speed, but your initial burst may not necessarily get better. And the other way, you can work on your acceleration and your burst, but it may not necessarily improve your top speed. You're more likely to improve all of that if you're really, really, really untrained and you've never really practiced sprinting before. But if you've done, you know, some, if you're really active, if you sprint, if you play a really active sport and you're in really good shape, one may not always help the other. That's why they're different and they're trained different and they're coached different. The third one is speed endurance. This really matters mostly for track athletes, but this can also matter for like soccer athletes, ultimate athletes, maybe lacrosse athletes, as an indicator of your actual ability to sprint repeatedly in a game. Not because the speed endurance itself, as a, as a this refers to if you're thinking about running the 200 or the 400 in track and field. Really fast 200 and 400 meter times can relate to field sport athletes being able to sprint back and forth repeatedly really well. Not because it inherently just does, but the type of training it takes to be able to run a respectably fast quarter mile, the, that training, what's built into that is repeat sprints to be able to be in shape enough to do the really hard speed endurance work. So speed endurance work at a, as a speed style is mostly specific to track and field because of how it's done. But the training for that just lends itself well to um, those kind of repeat sprint efforts. Anyways, so let's give you a quick look at all of these. Acceleration, as I've been talking about, acceleration is your boom, it's time to go, all right? You're coming out the blocks and you're trying to get from, you're usually trying to cover like zero to 30 meters as fast as possible. If you're playing basketball and you're trying to hit somebody with a cross at the top of the, of the three-point line and you boom, burst take off to the hoop, that's acceleration. As a wide receiver on the line, being able to get into that slant route or hit the beginning of that fade route, that's your acceleration. It's going from not moving or moving really slow to getting to full speed or getting to a short distance really fast. And this is usually about you know, 10, 20 meters. All right, so that's your acceleration. The posture of how it's coached 
and the emphasis of what you're trying to do to have really good acceleration is very different from any other type of running forward. It's very different from max velocity and it's very different from trying to like run a mile. The initial burst of those first three to 10 steps is, is, has to be coached a very specific way. So if you're going to do acceleration training, it's very specific. And the second one, max velocity. This is your top speed when it comes to track and field. This is, you know, the middle part of the 100 meters. If you are playing ultimate, this is, you know, the disc is up. Can you catch up to the other player on defense to be able to go make a play on it? And if your max velocity is higher, you probably can. All right. This is really about being able to stay nice, vertical, and relaxed and be able to get on and off the ground quickly with your steps, all right? So when we look at why this is important for really any athlete, if you play lacrosse, if you play field hockey, max speed's important because the faster you can run at your top speed, then the faster you can run at 90%. In most field sports, you're running at like 90%, 80%. Well, if your 100% gets better, your 80 and 90% are also better. And so, and to run at the old 80% speed requires less effort. So let's say you're already kind of dominating or you're just really fast on the field. Well, if you increase your max velocity, you'll get less tired. You'll basically have more endurance because your actual top speed is so much higher that it doesn't take as much effort to run at the pace that you were running at before. So you can either choose to run faster so you can work just as hard, or you can run as fast as you were, but preserve a lot more energy. So maybe you can have more duration for that. So that's a way that training max velocity can help with playing a field sport. And obviously in track and field or just sprinting sports in general, improving your max speed gives you more speed reserve. So if you're running the 200 or the 400, the faster you can run at your top speed, then the faster you can sprint at 95%, which in, a, in an event like the 200 and 400 mean a lot. If you can run, you know, if you can go from 9.1 meters per second to being able to run 9.9 .9 meters per second, that adds up pretty quickly in the course of a race. So um, yeah, being able to max velocity is practicing what is your top speed. And if you improve your acceleration, you may not necessarily improve your max velocity. Usually what happens is improving your acceleration and your starting mechanics in track and field help you run your max velocity better and run a better race. Because in, in track, the longer you can stretch out your acceleration and truly be accelerating, and the later you can hit your max velocity stage, then the less time you spend slowing down at the end. So speed endurance. This, when it comes to track and field, is about really being able to hold your 95% speed longer, all right? Some of you, you know, you can go out and you can have a great 100% speed, but you can only run your 95% speed for only a certain amount of distance. Maybe you can only go at 95% for 150 meters. But if you improve your speed endurance, now you can actually run that same speed for 200, 250 meters, which can make a big difference if you're racing a 400. <laughs> the faster you, the longer you can run at 95%, then the better off you are. And the more speed reserve you have, then the more you can lag off and then actually increase how fast you're running towards the end of the race or decrease just how much you're slowing down. 
So speed endurance is about being able to hold a really, really high rate of speed. The buildup to being able to do a lot of speed endurance work generally comes in on one hand tempo running to be able to just have the endurance for your legs to be putting out a lot of uh, sprinting um, meters, so to say, or sprinting miles, and then being able to actually improve your actual speed so that you're faster, so that you actually have speed to have endurance for. So when you're looking at what speed endurance training happens to be, once your body's fit enough to really sprint a lot, then it's a matter of being able to hit these sprints that last 20, 30, 40 seconds, really like that 20, 30 second range, and up to 40 seconds and being able to sprint and see if you can hold a high rate of speed during that time. And sometimes building up to having the fitness to be able to do that kind of a workout. So like if you're doing four 250s, four 250s for most pretty fast people is gonna be like a 33 to 38 second sprint. Uh, That's gonna be really hard, right? So being able to have the fitness to even sprint like that and then to do four of them. You can improve your max velocity. It doesn't mean you're going to be able to sprint four of them. Uh, So you need to be able to do enough endurance work to be able to support training like that. And so all the repeat 100s and 150s and 200s and repeat 400s, they build up your fitness to be able to run the repeat 250s at 95%, which the doing all those 70% 400s and 200s, that kind of repeat sprinting is what helps with being able to be that field sport athlete. So if your field sport athlete goes out and runs a 65 second quarter mile and they can train and improve that quarter mile down to like 58, 57 seconds, what it took for them to be able to improve that is probably going to help them out in their lacrosse game. So that's my quickie right there. I hope you enjoyed that. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share the show because this podcast is sponsored by Global Human Performance. <laughs> um, so yeah, I hope you enjoyed this. We'll have a more of a series about you know the nitty gritties of acceleration, max velocity, speed endurance. Make sure you check out the website www.ghperformance.com. Check out my Instagram, you know, at training underscore well underscore done, or you can just see me directly at coach underscore Donald. All right. It's time to go coach this last session of the night and help some folks get better. I hope you have a good rest of your day and we'll talk soon. Ciao.